We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Spurs Up Show, Best Game Cox podcast on the internet. Today is Tuesday, May the 11th, 2021. Today's show, I break down tonight's game as the Gamecocks travel to the upstate to take on the Clemson Tigers as South Carolina looks to finish off the season and series sweep of Clemson. Guys, big game tonight at Doug Kingsmore. Guys, we'll break it all down in its entirety. First things first. We'll talk about Clemson, their season to this point. Obviously, what's happened since the two teams faced off in February. They're pitching. They're hitting also, of course, South Carolina, who they're rolling out on the mound, what to watch for, key play for night, give my prediction. As again, the Gamecocks look to finish off the series sweep against their arch rival. Guys, we've also got news and notes to get into. We've got a packed show here on a Tuesday, and it's all brought to you by our friends over at Upstate Movers Group. Guys, Upstate Movers Group, superior moving service. They bring care and attention that companies can't offer because they're just too busy maintaining trucks and profiting off of them instead of focusing on service. Guys, service is what separates Upstate Movers Group from the competition. They're not a trucking company. They're a moving services company, and they're also employee-owned co-op. Their movers are paid twice the industry average, and everyone on the crew is invested in your success. They have dedicated professional crew members, and they also offer black glove service. They offer end-to-end packing services, custom creating and packaging for special items and cleaning services as well. They're founded by Greenville natives and University of South Carolina alumni guys. So a Gamecock owned small business. They also offer 20 years of project management moving experience, and they can offer logistics and solutions that traditional moving companies simply do not have the skills for. Guys, whether you're in the upstate or across the state of South Carolina, if you have any moving needs in 2021, be sure to check out our friends over at Upstate Movers Group. You can find them on social media at Upstate Movers Group. Of course, if you have any other questions, go to their website, upstatemoversgroup.com. That's upstatemoversgroup.com. Be sure to check them out and tell them Chris from the Spurs Up Show sent you. Let's get it. Anticipated midweek game, the 2021 South Carolina baseball season is 
finally here. Folks, happy Tuesday. Hope you're all doing well. I'm Chris Phillips, host the Spurs Up Show as always. And boy, oh boy, do we have a fun one for you folks today talking Carolina Clemson, the best rivalry in all of college baseball, giving us a little taste of the midweek here on a Tuesday as the two teams wrap up the season series. Of course, Gamecocks going for the series sweep tonight at Doug Kingsmore Stadium, six o'clock first pitch. Guys, again, appreciate you all tuning in. Thank you so much uh, for your continued love and support. Man, I am excited. Hey, this isn't just your run-of-the-mill midweek game, right? This isn't our typical midweek game that we discuss. Oh, you know, North Florida, the Citadel, Winthrop. And with all due respect to those teams, we're talking Carolina-Clemson, the best rivalry in all of college baseball, the passion, the dramatics, the history, the tradition, everything we talked about way, way back at the end of February. We now finally get game three, and the Gamecocks finally get their opportunity to finish the job and finish off the Tigers when they take them on tonight at Doug Kingsmore at 6 o'clock. Again, guys, happy Tuesday. Appreciate you all tuning in. Thank you so much for the love and support, like I said, guys, and I hope this finds you well, whether you are on the commute, you're at work, you're in the office, you're maybe you're, hey, maybe you're a student and you're off for the summer. Be great to be you. Whatever you're doing, though, you got the day off, whatever it is. Thank guys again. If you're tuned in, thank you so much. I appreciate it sincerely. Again, without further ado, let's go ahead and dive right into it because I'm very, very excited. Like I said, guys, normally on the Tuesday show, of course, we're talking midweek. We're, we're breaking down the game. We're diving into it, whatever. This one's got a little extra juice. It's got a lot of extra juice to us because it's Carolina Clemson. Need I say anymore, the best rivalry in all of college baseball. And like I told you guys back in February, for yours truly, this is like my Super Bowl. I mean, I, I love Carolina baseball so freaking much. This rivalry is incredible. It's intense. All of the adjectives you can think of, this rivalry is it when it comes to college baseball. Again, 6 o'clock first pitch tonight at Doug Kingsmore Stadium in the Upstate. The game's being televised, by the way, on ACC Network Extra. Couldn't even get the big channel. ACC Network Extra. Extra. So make sure, guys, before first pitch tonight, you get this game. Also, really quick reminder, first pitch at six. We are doing the live stream watch along on Facebook, YouTube, and Twitter, 545. We will go live for that. So again, live stream watch along. If you want to watch along with yours truly, 545 will go live, six o'clock first pitch. But again, the game will be televised on ACC Network Extra. Of course, the head coach of the Tigers, Monty Lee. Uh, let's update the 2021 season for Clemson because you think back to when South kind of played Clemson, guys. Again, this was February the 27th. I mean, think about it. it's May the 11th today. So it's been quite a while since these two teams faced off, and a lot has changed in that, what, three months, two and a half months or so since the two teams played. It has been a very, very interesting year for the Clemson baseball team. You know, we all have to admit, right, we all keep kind of a – kind of a side eye on Clemson and what they're doing. We all love to pull against them, right? We all love to see them lose. And it has been a wacky year for Monolith squad. 22 and 21 overall, 15 and 15 in the conference. I mean, if you think South Carolina's got problems and you think South Carolina is inconsistent, let me introduce you to the 2021 Clemson Tigers baseball team. I mean, one weekend they're sweeping Louisville, who's a top 10 team. And the next weekend, they're getting swept by Georgia Tech. So Clemson doesn't have any, any clue what type of ball club they are. I mean, there's issues at the plate. There's issues on the mound. 
And I think it's just been a little bit of everything. I mean, it's just been flat-out inconsistency across the board when it comes to this Clemson baseball team. Just, let's start on the mound, though. You take a look at the pitching. A 4.59 team ERA for Clemson. And again, just not going to get the job done. I mean, and I think the biggest problem for them has been their starting rotation. I mean, you take a look. Davis Sharp was their ace last year. He has not been all that great this year. Two and one with a 6.23 ERA. Ty Olinchuk, who pitched that Sunday game against Carolina. Um, early in the season, he's one and four overall with a 6.23 ERA. You know, their best pitcher has been Keyshawn Askew. He's one and one with a 4.07 ERA. But, you know, amongst their guys that had the most starts, you know, Mac Anglin um, has six starts for him. He's two and three with a 3.24 ERA. You know, Caden Grice has come on for them as a guy that's pitched a lot more, but hell, he's got a 14.4 ERA. So again, a 4.59 ERA for Clemson. Uh, they've given up 194 earned runs, 139 walks. You know, hitters are hitting 261 against them. So, you know, 399 strikeouts as a staff. But overall, it's just been a frustrating year for Clemson on the mound. They've been very, very average. They've been very painfully average on the mound. And tonight in this game, they will start TBA. They're going TBA for this one, just like South Carolina is. So I think you're going to see a lot of Clemson arms tonight. I'd be pretty surprised. I would not be surprised if Grice, the lefty, gets the start. He's been a guy, you know, we remember when we played Clemson the last time, and, and, and he's certainly played and had an impact in that series. But he has really come into his own since then as a true freshman. We're about to talk about him as a hitter. But he has really come on for them, has played a ton. He's basically become an everyday guy for them and one of the better two-way guys, I think, in the ACC. And you knew he had that potential when Sal kind of played him the first time. But, again, it's just been a very much mixed bag for Clemson uh, on the mound. And I think, really, it's just they don't have a true dominant number one guy. They don't really even know who their weekend rotation is at this point. So, again, 4.59 team ERA for the Tigers. Let's move to the hitting side of things in the box. And I said this after the series when the Gamecocks took the first two games. I said it after the fact because I didn't want to be the guy going into the weekend to harp on, you know, how bad I thought the Clemson lineup was and how painfully average I thought it was. And then Clemson to swing it really well and make me look stupid. So I kept those comments, those thoughts to myself. But I'll tell you guys this. When I looked at the Clemson lineup the first time around, and even when I look at it this time, <clears throat> when I looked at the Clemson lineup, though, the first time around, I thought to myself, who are the big bashers? And when your shortstop is your leading power guy, when your shortstop is your leading hitter, that is not generally a, a good sign when it comes to your ball club. Since then, hey, in 43 games, they've hit 54 home runs, so a little bit more of a power surge. And again, a guy like Caden Grice has helped with that. But this still is not a Clemson lineup that I look at and say, you know, you face teams like Mississippi State, Ole Miss, Arkansas, some SEC ball clubs that can really, really swing it. When I take a look at Clemson, you know, I thought this the first time around in February, and I still think this, this is not a Clemson lineup that scares me necessarily. Uh, again, there's some decent players here, and they don't get me wrong, but again, just like I thought about them in February, it, it's not a lineup that I look at and say, oh my gosh, like this is going to be such a daunting task. You know, they've got their issues on the mound. They've got their issues at the plate as well. But again, some good players to watch for. And let's talk about those players to watch for. And you got to start first with a guy that I mentioned him just a second ago, but has really surged and has really come on for Clemson. And that's first baseman Caden Grice. And I will say this again, we all hate Clemson, whatever, but tip your cap. This guy's a good ball player. He's going to be a really, really good ball player for Clemson for the next couple of years to come. One of the better two-way players in the ACC, I think, right now. 
Again, he can do it on the mound. He can do it at the plate. And certainly, you know, he didn't really do a whole lot in that series. I thought the Gamecocks did a really, really good job against the true freshman back in February. But since then, he's had a heck of a year, man. Hitting 329, 12 home runs, 44 RBIs. Again, he leads the Tigers in home runs. And I believe RBI as well. Yeah, leads him in RBI. Um, you know, he's really taken over as their top hitter because, of course, James Parker was their leading hitter uh, when South kind of played in the first time. But Caden Grice has really come into his own again, 329, 12 long balls, 44 rubies. Of course, shortstop James Parker, though, he didn't go anywhere, hitting 313 on the season, seven homers, 31 RBIs. And, of course, I got to mention this guy because the first time around when these two teams played, he was not healthy. He was out of the lineup, but outfielder Kier Meredith hitting 313 on the year, three home runs, 24 RBIs. And this guy in particular is someone to watch for because he tore up South Carolina last year. I mean, he absolutely tore up the Gamecocks pitching. So watch out for Kier Meredith. And again, a couple guys to watch for for Clemson. And they've got good players up and down this lineup. But like I said, guys, it's just, it's not a lineup that intimidated me back in February and it still doesn't intimidate me right now. So you look up and down this Clemson team. And like I said, you think the Gamecocks have got issues. You think the Gamecocks have been inconsistent. Clemson is one of those teams that you could argue they've got more issues and actually have been more inconsistent than South Carolina has been this year. Let's move to the South Carolina side of things, guys. Again, like I mentioned, on the mound, it will be TBA for the Gamecocks. I would expect South Carolina to throw a lot of guys in this ball game, and I'm going to get into that in just a second. But first things first, let's move into what to watch for in this ball game. And I started with this the last time we talked about South Carolina Clemson. I'm going to start here yet again, man. Just simply put, the best rivalry in all of college baseball. This rivalry has everything. And we all know how great the South Carolina Clemson rivalry is across all sports. But in college baseball, the tradition, you know, you think of Omaha. You, you think of the memorable games and series these teams have played. 2002, 2010, 2012. The list goes on. Hey, this year. With the two walk-offs, the back-to-back walk-offs in Greenville and Columbia. You know, the passion, the pure hatred. It's going to be a great atmosphere at Doug Kingsmore. I think they're allowing, what, 50%? I'm not exactly sure what Clemson's doing. But you can expect there will be plenty of purple and orange. No matter how bad their season has gone to this point, there's going to be plenty of Clemson fans that are going to want to come out and try to make tonight hell for South Carolina. But simply put, man, the best rivalry in college baseball on display once again. And, and um, it, it's kind of a – it's an interesting thing, of course, guys, playing this game on a Tuesday and playing it so much later after the fact. And South kind of comes in this game. Hey, you've got nothing to lose if you're the Gamecocks. I know Gamecock fans, you know, with how things have gone in SEC play, going to be on the edge of their seats. But, guys, we have nothing to lose. We've won the series already. All of the pressure in this game is on Clemson to not get swept. So that's a great spot to be in. A fantastic spot to be in. But again, simply put, the best rivalry in all of college baseball. I mean, it has everything. It has the passion, the pride, the tradition, the intensity. And I simply cannot wait to watch and enjoy with all of you this rivalry. It's just, there's nothing like it, man. There's no better rivalry in college baseball and it's not even close, in my opinion. Something else I'm watching for, guys, let's talk about the pitching situation, the TBA, like I just mentioned, guys. Like I said, I wanted to hold off because I want to dive into it now. 
But of course, something I'm watching for, what is the approach on the mound? Because you're in a very interesting spot in the season right now. I mean, we're into the nitty gritty, right? We are into crunch time when it comes to determining your postseason future and your postseason hopes and dreams and aspirations. And I don't have to tell you guys how important this weekend and next weekend are when it comes to SEC playing. Heck, Clemson's kind of in a similar spot. Hey, their season's not been great. They're 22 and 21. I don't know. I think Clemson's one of those teams on the bubble. I don't think right now they're projected to be a postseason team. But hey, they've still got two ACC series against Florida State and Duke. So both of these sides are going TBA for this ball game. I think both sides are going to throw a lot of arms. I think it's going to be a Johnny Holstaff kind of night for both sides. The question is, who all throws, right? I mean, who throws? I think for certain you're not going to see Brett Carey because he threw six innings on Sunday. He won't go. I don't think Andy Peters will start or even go because I've heard some things about he's had some elbow soreness possibly, which I know I, I don't want to be the bearer of bad news, guys. Like I said, I know I talked about it on the show yesterday. I don't want to be the bearer of bad news, but I'm hearing that from my guys that apparently Andy Peters does have some elbow soreness. You start thinking to yourself, okay, is it a Danny Lloyd? Is it a Mag Cotto? Is it a Jackson Phipps? Is it a, Par is it a Parker Coyne? Is it a John Gilreath? Is it, God forbid, a Cam Tringali? Do we see Julian Bosnick, who threw just a single inning on Sunday? Do we see, um, you know, I, I, you got a ton of other guys. Do we see Travis Loonsman, who pitched against Clemson that first time? Do we see, you know, who knows? Ton of other guys. You got plenty of options. That's the good news. But of course, with the injury to Jack Mahoney, he certainly would have started this ball game. Who all throws for you? Who do you throw out there? Are there other guys that could pitch on the weekend? Could Will Sanders like throw an inning, right? Just to get some work. Could Thomas Farr throw an inning, God forbid? So who do we see trot out on the mound? Who all throws? Because, again, you're, you're not going to see anybody, I think, in this game. And, of course, I think if that were the case, if they were going to have somebody go five or six, you wouldn't be in a TBA spot. And Clemson's the same way. So it's really going to be a battle of Johnny Holstaffs, if you will. And all the names I just mentioned, those and, and maybe more. Maybe Jared Bennett throws. Heck, I don't know. I think they're all going to get their opportunity, though. They're all going to get their opportunity. And, you know, it, it simply just comes down to the battle of the bullpen arms, if you will. Because you just can't burn guys for the weekend. As, as important as this game is, because it's very important, and we all know how important it is for the fan base side of things, as important as this game is, though, you, you cannot burn guys that you need this weekend. You just simply can't do it. You simply can't do it. So it's going to be very interesting to see how each team, how each pitching coach, how each of these staffs attacks this game tonight. I'm very intrigued for that battle in the mound. Something else to watch for, guys. We cannot go through this show talking about South Carolina Clemson baseball in 2021 without mentioning Andrew Eister's name, the Tiger Killer himself. And what I'll be watching for is this. Man, is there any way Andrew Eister could do it yet again? I'm not even saying walk it off because that would be absolutely insane. Guys, I'll tell you this. If it comes down to top of the ninth inning and Andrew Eister's up to bat with the winning run or the go-ahead run or whatever, the tying run, I think, even on like third base, if you're Clemson, how do you not walk the guy? Like there's no way you can let Andrew Eister beat you for a third time, right? But hey, 
This guy has shown he went five for 11 in the two games in February, five for 11 with three RBI and two walk-offs. Can Andrew Eister, what does he do in this final game? What does he do in Clemson? Is there just any type of way? Is there any way he can match or even come close to matching the success that he had early in the season? And like I said, is is there any way he can come up to play, coming at bat late in the game with the game on the line? Is there any way that happens? Is there any way Andrew Eister have that opportunity? Does Clemson allow it, I should say? And Eister's a guy, hey, two moms on Saturday? That maybe, you know, he's going to be one of your big bats you need on the stretch, too. That's another thing. Can he stay hot? Can he get hot? So, is there any way, you know, Andrew Eister is going to be the talking point tonight. I, I feel like when you're watching the broadcast, it's going to be Eister, Eister, Eister. They're going to talk about all the things that happened in the first two Clemson games. Hey, third time's a charm. Could Andrew Eister give you another big knock that leads to the series sweep? Something else I'm looking for is this, guys. And I know this might sound kind of crazy. You're like, Chris, it's kind of Clemson. How could everybody not be fired up for this game? But I'm curious, what is the energy like? Not from the South Carolina side, but from the Clemson side. What is the energy like from the Clemson side of things? Because, again, the Gamecocks have won the series, guys. The series is over. I know, like I said, South Carolina fans are going to be on the edge of their seat. Oh, my God, we got to win. We got to win this game. And Listen, I want to win as bad as anybody. I want the sweep bad. I want the sweep. I hate Clemson. I loathe Clemson. I want the sweep. But here's the bottom line. The Gamecocks have nothing to lose. We've already won the series. And you look at the Clemson side of things, been a very up and down year. You know, been a very, very tough year for them. Do you see a desperate, hungry, fired up, excited Clemson team? Because like I said, I know it sounds kind of crazy. How could you not get fired up with this game? It's South Carolina Clemson, right? It's South Carolina Clemson. It doesn't matter, you know, what, what the records are, what the results are, whatever. Anytime you're facing your arch rival on the field, it's a big deal. But I think of it if South Carolina was coming to this game down two games, right, and having to play game three. I mean, what, what would the excitement level be like? Let's be totally honest. What would be the excitement level of the fan base? Would we be looking forward to this game? I, I highly doubt it. I highly, highly doubt it. And when you're talking about the energy of the Clemson side, and they're coming off of being swept against Georgia Tech. So, listen, because I expect South Carolina to show up fired up, ready to go, excited, you know, coming off that Sunday game, the momentum, whatever, you know, pumped up, ready to play. Hey, we got the opportunity to sweep our arch rival. I think the Gamecocks are going to come up fired up, ready to play. I have no questions about South Carolina. But when it comes to Clemson, how excited are they really to play this game? How fired up are they really to finish the rest of the season off? You know? And if South Carolina can jump out, jump up on Clemson early, if you can get them down early, do you, do you just kill the spirit? Do you kill the overall morale? Right? you kill the overall morale of Clemson baseball early? Can you do it? Can you put your foot on their throat and never let off? So what is the energy like from the team in the ballpark, the overall Clemson side? And can the Gamecocks take advantage of it? Hey, if Clemson doesn't approach this game the right way tonight, can the Gamecocks come out and get a big W on the road? Can they come out and get a big W against their arch rival and finish off what they started back into February?
Final thing I'm watching for, guys, is this. And like I said, I kind of just touched on it, but the overall energy and the momentum, you know, you guys know, I'm a big believer in positive energy and positive momentum. And yes, you lost two of three over the weekend. There's no moral victories. We're not sitting here celebrating losing a series, right? Oh, yeah, great. No, we're not doing that. But if you can think back to the Vanderbilt series, the first SEC series of the season, and just how big winning that Sunday game was. Because tonight is very important, but tonight is important not just for tonight. Tonight's important, I think, not just to sweep your arch rival. Tonight's important to keep momentum going. Tonight's important to get a W, keep momentum going into yet another pivotal, crucial SEC weekend on the road. An SEC weekend that you have to have. And so my question is this, and what I'm looking for and watching for is this, can the Gamecocks just simply put capitalize on the momentum from Sunday's win? Because they were able to do it, if you remember. They were able to do it after losing two of three at Vandy. They were able to do it. They were able to find a way, right? Got a big big midweek win, and then boom, went out and swept Florida. And from there, it was on. I think the Gamecocks won like seven of their next eight games or eight of their next nine or something like that. But it was a rough, it's been a rough couple of weekends, right? It's been a rough couple of weekends, right? And, but you finally have something to feel good about, that Sunday win. And we saw what type of effect that can have and how, how that momentum can be, you know, things snowball, man. It's a game of runs. Baseball's a game of runs. Was Sunday the start of a new run for Count of Baseball, or was it just a one-off? Can it serve as that same type of spark as it did after you took the Sunday game in Nashville against Vandy? Can you have the same thing from that walk-off win against Mississippi State, you know, parlay it into tonight, and then this weekend in Lexington against the Kentucky Wildcats in a pivotal SEC weekend? Only time will tell. All right, let's move to key player for tonight, guys. And this one, to me, is just a no-brainer. I, it's just a flat-out no-brainer, guys. It's outfielder Andrew Eister. Bottom line, it's Andrew Eister. There's no question. I mean, all eyes, <laughs> all eyes are going to be on Andrew Eister. What does he do in this game? Because like I said, guys, not only did he have the two walk-offs, I mean, Andrew Eister could do nothing for the rest of his South Carolina career, and he will forever be remembered as a Gamecocks legend for those two walk-offs. But in that series as a whole, Hell, he went five for 11 with three RBI and the two walk-offs. And, you know, this is a guy that's shown he, he likes hitting against Clemson pitching. We know the type of player he is, right? Andrew Eister is one of those guys. I think he's shown you this season, you know, going to be a 260, 265 hitter. He's going to go through his ups and his downs. But when Andrew Eister is on, he's as good, if not better, than any hitter in this lineup. When he's on, he's as good, if not better, than anybody hitter in the SEC, in my opinion. But he's shown he loves hitting against Clemson pitching. Loves it. Feasts on Tiger pitching. And am I saying he's going to hit another walk-off? No. I think to predict that is, is almost kind of crazy. You know what I mean? I, I, that would be like the most insane thing I've ever seen. But I got a good feeling. You know, I think this is going to be a close game, a back-and-forth game, which I'm about to get my, into my prediction. But I think it's going to be another really, really good game. I do. And I think there's a pretty good chance that Andrew Eister comes up late in this ballgame yet again. I'm not saying the ninth inning. I'm not saying a walk-off, of course. But I think there's a pretty good chance he comes up late in this ballgame with 
the opportunity to make a difference in the ballgame. I think there's a pretty good chance he comes up late in this game with an opportunity to drive in a game-changing run, to have a game-changing swing. And like I said, how can the key player for the game tonight not be the guy that literally won the first two games? How can it not be? How could it not be? So for me, like I said, key player tonight, Andrew Eister. He loves hitting against Clemson pitching. Nobody loves hitting against the Tigers more than Andrew Eister. I think he'll lead this lineup again. It seems like, too, with this lineup, at least of late, it feels like it's a different dude every night. You know, one night it's Brady Allen. Hey, one night Wes Clark gets hot. One night it's David Mendham. Andrew Eister was kind of that guy on Saturday, like I said. And he also, hey, the last time you played, trying to think. I don't think it was the last time you played at Clemson because you played there in 2020, but he's had success there. I mean, I remember being there in 2019, Andrew Eister went oppo taco against Clemson. So this is a dude during his career that for whatever reason has feasted on Clemson pitching. Why would we expect anything different tonight? So again, my key player tonight and a guy that I think has the opportunity yet again to have another big impact in this rivalry, outfielder Andrew Eister. All right, let's move to my prediction, guys. South Carolina taking on Clemson, trying to finish off the series and season sweep over the Clemson Tigers. And, again, it's really interesting because we're playing them on a Tuesday. Doesn't that feel kind of weird? It's, it's weird to already have the first two games of the series done and to be taking them on so much later in the year on a Tuesday. It reminds me of when South Carolina and Clemson used to play the four games every season, and they were on like certain Tuesdays throughout the season. It's kind of sprinkled in there. But anytime, anytime the Gamecocks and Tigers square off on the baseball field, it's a big deal, right? It, it's a big deal. I don't care what the series is, what the record is, whatever. It is a very, very big deal. The best rivalry in all of college baseball. And I think this one's even got a little more emphasis on it. You know, it, it would have been an absolute must-win for fans if you'd have lost that Sunday game to Mississippi State. But I think there's even more emphasis on it because of the recent struggles in SEC play, right? Gamecock fans just need this one to feel good. They just, they just do, bottom line. You got, we, we just do. We need this one to feel good about, right? <laughs> because we've been going through the SEC grind. I know a lot of you guys out there are, are beaten, battered, and bruised. And, uh, you know, need something to feel good about. But I would tell fans this. Like I said, I want to win this game badly. I want to win this one badly. No questions asked. Very badly. But what a great position South Carolina's in right now. Because, guys, like I told you, we've already won the series. We have nothing to lose tonight. Nothing. South Carolina has already won the series. And that's why winning that Sunday game at Founders way back on February the 28th, that's why it was such a big deal. That's why it was such a big deal. Because now you come into this one, there's no stress. There's no sweat at all. You lose. I mean, it sucks to lose. Don't get me wrong. But if you lose, hell, we already took two out of three. Who gives a damn? If we win, we swept that ass. South Carolina has nothing to lose in this one. Clemson, on the other hand, trying to avoid the embarrassment of being swept. 
Hey, trying to avoid the embarrassment of being swept and it happening on your home field. Trying to rebound from a series sweep, trying to salvage something out of your season. Heck, Clemson's got a losing record in the midweek this year, guys. A losing record in the midweek. And they're 22 and 21 overall. This would drop them to 500 overall on the season. So a big one in Tiger Town. Hell, you could say Monty Lee's fighting for his job. A lot going on in this one. But with that being said, you know, both, I think it's going to be a really interesting game. You know, both sides going TBA on the mound, excuse me. Both sides are going TBA. And I talked about the energy from Clemson early on. I do think Clemson's going to show up ready to play. I, I just find it hard to believe, you know, South kind of Clemson on their home field, that they just show up and sleepwalk through this game and the Gamecocks blast the Tigers. I, I think it is another really close competitive game. No, I don't think there is a walk-off, but I think it is a very close competitive back-and-forth game. And like I told you guys earlier, Yes, South Carolina has its issues. Yes, South Carolina has its deficiencies. Yes, the Gamecocks have been so painfully inconsistent at times this season. However, with that being said, Clemson has more issues. Clemson has more deficiencies. And Clemson has been even more inconsistent than South Carolina. And for that reason... I think the Gamecocks do finish off the series. I think they go into Doug King's one tonight, get the win again, a very close competitive game. Just like you'd expect from the best rivalry in college baseball. I think the dramatics will be there, but I think the Gamecocks go into Doug King's more tonight, get the W, give me South Carolina six, Clemson five. Lock it in. Like I said, I don't think there's a walk-off, but, and of course there's not going to be because you're the away team, so you can't walk off Clemson again. But, I think it's a close back-and-forth game. South Carolina will come out on top in this one. Gamecock 6, Clemson 5. Clemson with a slew of issues. A slew of issues to figure out. I think the Gamecocks are top to bottom, a better baseball team. And, hey, also, I'll say this. South Carolina is very battle-tested at this point. So, it is going to be like a relief taking on Clemson pitching and taking on the Clemson lineup. And that's with all due respect to Clemson, their players, they've got a good program, whatever, but Clemson ain't Mississippi State, Clemson ain't Ole Miss, Clemson ain't Arkansas, and they're not even close to it. So I'm picking a close game. I'd love to see Sal kind of kind of pick on the Tigers tonight and just take advantage because I think if you can get them down early and it's like, a, oh, my God, here we go again, you know, this season's spiraling out of control. They've already beaten us the first two games. If you can get them down early – you might be able to pull away and, and, and blow this thing wide open. But just in knowing the rivalry and knowing how intense South Carolina Clemson is, I'm going to pick it to be a close game. Like I said, though, guys, lock it in. I've got the Gamecocks finishing off what they started way back at the end of February. Give me Gamecocks six, Clemson five to earn the series sweep over their arch rival fired up for this freaking game tonight guys and like i said quick reminder the live stream watch along if you want to watch along with yours truly because i tell you what it's going to be intense it's going to be epic probably the best live stream watch along we'll do all season going to be crazy tonight 545 that'll get going on facebook youtube and twitter Again, that's 545 on Facebook, YouTube, and Twitter, guys. You know where to find us. But again, live stream watch along. Going to be very, very fun tonight as the Gamecocks take on Clemson. All right, real quick note, and we'll get out of here. South going to rank 25th 
in the latest D1 baseball top 25. I'll tell you guys, I'm really not surprised. I mean, what do the rankings really mean? Eh, whatever. But you lose two out of three. You know, you've lost three straight series. I think it almost speaks more so that D1 baseball still thinks you're a top 25 team, right? They understand you've gone through a gauntlet, you've gone through the struggle, you've gone through the grind. But now, hey, you got to beat a Clemson. You got to at least take two out of three, if not sweep Kentucky. You have the opportunity to get hot and jump back up in the rankings. But, uh, you know, 25th in the rankings this week, not totally surprised. I thought you'd be somewhere between 20 and 25. So 25th makes sense. But again, guys, thank you so much for tuning in. I'm fired up. I'm lit. Not your typical Tuesday, folks. As we face those despicable, oh, I don't even know the words, those despicable people up there in the upstate, to hell with them, to hell with them. Let's finish what we started back in February. I said it after we took game two in Carolina at Founders Park. We'll see you May 11th to finish off the sweep on your sorry asses. Let's get that freaking dub tonight, folks. Again, thank you so much for tuning in. Hope you enjoy the rest of your day. Like I said, live stream watch along tonight. 5.45, be there, going to be epic, going to be intense. And with that, go Cox, beat Clemson, and we'll talk to you tomorrow.